In the spring of 2022, two Spanish towns were getting ready to celebrate one of their most famous sons. Hundreds, possibly thousands of tourists would pack the usually sleepy streets of Javier and Guitaria to visit temporary exhibitions displaying the finest haute couture. Intricate women's wear designs from the 1940s, 50s and 60s, trimmed with the most luxurious lace, sequins and silk, creating intriguing feminine silhouettes that were considered revolutionary at the time. The occasion, the 50th anniversary of the death of a designer whose work transformed the female form forever. A man so talented that his contemporary, Christian Dior, dubbed him, quote, the master of us all, end quote. While American fashion magazine, Women's Wear Daily, proclaimed, the king is dead in their announcement of his untimely death. This man was Mr. Cristobal Balenciaga Aizaguirre. Balenciaga, who was born in Guitaria, fell in love with fashion at an early age thanks to his seamstress mum. After a few years helping his mum with her work, Balenciaga followed his own dreams, opening up his first shop before he turned 22. A Parisian fashion house came later, as did opportunities to dress some iconic women synonymous with 50s and 60s European glamour, like Gloria Guinness and Ava Gardner. The in-demand courtier officially closed the fashion part of his Balenciaga brand in 1968, four years before his sudden death while holidaying in Javier. It would be almost 30 years before Balenciaga, the fashion brand, not the man, regained its immense status, garnering critical and commercial acclaim for its luxury designs thanks to its then-creative director, Nicolas Jesquier. And it would only take another 20 years, a mere eight months after the 50th anniversary of his death, to be exact, for the legacy of Balenciaga, the brand, and the man to unravel, possibly beyond repair. Welcome to Cancelled. I'm your host, Leah, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our very rigorous and academic study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter, because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately cancelled. You needn't be a fervent fashion fan to have spotted Balenciaga's penchant for shock tactics. Their calculated crimes against aesthetics, creatives, and to some human decency in recent years include slapping $2,000 plus price tags on everyday items without clearing the designs with the original creators, leading to copyright infringement lawsuits. New York souvenir totes or tree-shaped car fresheners, anyone? Dropping some interesting original designs like the beyond-destroyed $1,900 Paris sneakers. Think 99-year-old Converse's freshly dug up from the grave. Appropriating hip-hop culture and or allegedly being racist for selling grey sweatpants with men's boxes peekabooing over the waistband, known in some fashion circles as sagging. Tut-tut. Or should I say, ka-ching? Because while such shenanigans might have those on the snootier side of luxury fashion clutching their pearls, social media folks and drippy kings and queens can't seem to get enough of Balenci's arresting collections and campaigns. In 2021, the brand's parent company, Kering, earned over 17 billion euros in revenue. Sales from Balenciaga, Alexander McQueen, and the jewelry brands that make up Kering's other houses collectively accounted for 3.2 billion of the revenue. 
Sidebar, Kering's main fashion houses include Gucci and Yves Saint Laurent, brands that have skated the thin line between high fashion and highly offensive. But back to Balenciaga. Despite all the social media discourse and the subsequent sales figures, Balenciaga has largely avoided cancellations clarion call. And then they went and spoiled it all by doing something stupid, namely their 2022 Balenciaga gift shop campaign. Launched on the 16th of November 2022, the campaign featured photos of cute, stylishly dressed children surrounded by a selection of neatly arranged Balenciaga items. All fine, all good. Well, it is if you ignore the fact that said cute, stylishly dressed children are clutching teddy bears that appear to be adorned with leather straps and spiked collars. Cue social media mania. Balenciaga is promoting sexualization and abuse of children by making kids hold BDSM bondage teddy bears. I don't believe in cancel culture, but when you use children to try and spread a sick message, your brand deserves to be canceled, yelled one commentator on Twitter. I cannot believe Balenciaga just, who signed off? Whose sick idea was it even because they need to be in jail? This is concerning, horrifying, shouted another. Jumping forward, Flames from this fashion firestorm were fanned five days later when internet sleuths applied their digital magnifying glasses to the brand's spring 2023 campaign. In one photo for the campaign, which was shot in July 2022, but released a week after Teddy Bear Gate kicked off, a Balenciaga Adidas hourglass purse sits among some scattered documents, including a page from a US Supreme Court ruling on a child pornography case. In another photo from the campaign, a model sits in an office with legendary painter Michael Borman's Fire from the Sun book series in the background, which notoriously includes drawings of naked children. The evidence was indeed stacked skyscraper high against Balenciaga, with a seemingly size zero chance of them beating the charges. IG and Twitter posts stamped with hashtag boycott Balenciaga and hashtag cancel Balenciaga were all over the timeline, with users largely agreeing that the brand had crossed too horrific a line to return to their good graces. Visible associates of the brand also found themselves getting dragged to hell and back. Like acclaimed photographer Gabrielle Gallimberti, who shot the gift shop campaign, doxxed on Twitter, death threats on IG, job opportunities pulled. A terrible day at the office. Balenciaga's fave babe, Kim Kardashian, also drew the wrath of her fans, many of whom were perplexed as to why the mother of four was keeping silent on the whole issue. Nice paedophile outfit, posted one of her IG followers under a photo of the reality show veteran draped in a shirt from the Balenciaga Adidas collection. Ooh, is this what selling your soul looks like? Stylish, inquired another. Double ouch. Balenciaga was the first party to speak out, albeit it took them nearly a week to do it. So about 100 years in internet crisis time. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. On the 22nd of November, they posted a black and white IG statement which read, quote, We sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. End quote. Question. If you acknowledge that your product should not have been featured with a model on a photo shoot, why are you only apologising for any offence caused? Answers on a postcard, please. Later that same day, the brand posted apology number two on IG to address the other elephant in the room, aka Child Pornography Legal Paperwork Gate. Quote, We apologise for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our Spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn the abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. End quote. Despite the display of contrition, those on social media were having none of it. Balenciaga is so full of shit. Do they think we're stupid? Wondered fashion writer Louis Pisano in a fiery three-part Twitter thread. He goes on. The shoot was up for multiple days on the website and social media, and suddenly because it got viral backlash, it's unapproved. So how did the photographer and the set designers get these runaway pieces? Balenciaga really wants us to believe Guvasalia doesn't pay attention to the imagery that goes out. He doesn't look at the Instagram account. Wow. Demna Gavasalia is Balenciaga's creative director and has been ultimate creative decision maker since 2015. Louder still were critiques from conservative, with a big C, online personalities and media outlets. According to US right-wing ranty man Tucker Carlson, the Balenciaga debacle is evidence that, quote, there is a tolerance for pedophilia among the most powerful in our society, end quote. The internet savvy among us might spot the underlying sentiment of Carlson's choice of words. If you don't, that's okay. Here's a quick explainer on the terrifying world of QAnon. QAnon is a far-right political movement that centers on the belief that senior US government officials and countless celebrities like Tom Hanks and Lady Gaga are involved in a global satanic sex cult involving children. A cult that only Donald Trump can dismantle. I'll leave that there. Take an edgy, potentially left-leaning brand and allegations of child sexual exploitation and you've got a feast for QAnon followers to feed on for eternity. I'll leave that there too. 24 hours after Balenciaga's statements, it was Gallimberti's turn to face the baying IG mob and clear his name. Quote, I am not in a position to comment on Balenciaga's choices, but I must stress that I was not entitled in whatsoever manner to neither choose the products nor the models, nor the combination of the same. As the photographer, I was only and solely requested to lit the given scene and take the shots according to my signature style. 
As usual for a commercial shooting, the direction of the campaign and the choice of the objects displayed are not in the hands of the photographer. End quote. He ends the post with further clarification about the spring 2023 campaign. Quote, also, I have no connection with the photo where a Supreme Court document appears. That one was taken in another set by other people and was falsely associated with my photos. End quote. Here is Gallimberti's recollection of events, as shared with the global news platform Insider. Balenciaga emailed him to say Guvasalia loved the look of his Toy Story collection and wanted him to photograph child models as a part of an upcoming brand campaign. It would be a punk shoot, with Balenciaga providing the objects to surround the models. End of. Perhaps. While Balenciaga considered their next move, Kim Kardashian opted to take a turn on the social media mic. Quote, I have been quiet for the past few days. Not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened, read her first Twitter post. As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, period. She goes on to express gratitude for Balenciaga's ass-covering attempts. I mean, their responsible decision to remove the campaigns and apologize. Quote, I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. End quote. And what about your alleged multi-million dollar partnership, Kim? Quote, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that never should have happened to begin with and the actions I'm expecting to see them take to protect children. Hit tweet, end thread. Now, I'm no expert on corporate goodbyes, but I'm pretty sure this ain't it. Okay, okay, that was pretty cynical. Let us join Kim on the eternal Optimus omnibus and examine Balenciaga's activity post-drama. The company issued their third IG statement on the 28th of November to address the controversies in full. Turns out Gallimberti was telling the truth. The brand takes full responsibility for the lewd teddy bear attire in the gift shop campaign. Hooray! However, they were less charitable about the spring 2023 campaign, confirming that they were suing the third-party suppliers for telling them the featured documents were fake. Oh, and there's the familiar corporate action plan to make things right, aka how to make critics go away. Organization structure review, creative and quality control process improvements, and partnerships with relevant not-for-profits. Unfortunately, in an industry that has historically lent heavily into shockvertising, such platitudes are as empty as Balenciaga's IG following list. And consumers aren't buying it either. Announcing their 2022 Q4 financial results, Kering CEO Francois-Honoré Pinot acknowledged that the company's earnings were lower than he expected, with Balenciaga and its sister brands experiencing a 4% drop in sales. But never you fear. According to Pinot, the company is determined to rebuild customers' trust in Balenciaga, with a full recovery predicted from mid-2023. And with the brand's recruitment for a crisis management expert underway, and the creative director Govasalia vowing to focus on making quality clothes, quote, 
not making image or buzz, end quote, Pino's crystal ball may well be right. Hey, if Guvasalia and Pino keep their promises for the next 50 years, Balenciaga's 100-year anniversary could be quite the jubilee. This episode was written by Anique Simpson. This is a Broccoli production.